Welcome to the Rain in Threes podcast with Alan Ray and Mike O'Connell. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to a special edition of Rain in Threes. I am your host, Mike O'Connell, here with Vanova Hoops legend, Alan Ray. A. Ray and I have yet another special guest to join us this evening, the former Villanova forward, 2016 national champion, and South Regional All-Tournament team, now current forward for the Sinchu Lion Ears in Taiwan, our guy, Daniel the Chef O'Shefu. Chef, what's going on tonight, man? We appreciate you coming on with us. What's going on, fellas? Appreciate y'all having me. Let's have some fun with this. Chef, yes, what's sir. goody? Good to be Girl. back in the building with you. Yes, Gotta sir. Got clear my voice. <clears throat> a, little, <laughs> a little deep right it was, now. It was cold down there. <laughs> Yeah, bro, it was. And uh, for Atlanta, it was like 12 degrees a couple of days in a row in the morning. Cold as hell. They didn't know how to act. Yeah, man. Your boy got, your boy caught a little sickness. So, been home, been uh, stuffed up, but I'm ready to go now. I'm back. I'm back on these streets. I'm ready to go. I hear you. I hear you. Yo, we, uh... I don't know if anybody been seeing, but we've uh, we're gonna be with pro sports fans on Twitter. It's That's like right. a new, it's a new app. Does a lot with sports, and if you if you don't follow that, you should go follow that. It's uh, at PSF underscore APP on Twitter. Pro sports fans. Um, we're gonna be doing some game stuff on there as well. Um, it's going to be a different look from like what I do on Twitter with the tweets. Like I actually be on screen, kind of like how Peyton and Manning do it, like during the games and be able to talk and and talk my shit. So that's uh definitely go go download that app. It's going to be a different experience from uh, what you see on Twitter for sure. So I'm excited about that as well. Yeah, Chef, we got to have you on the PSF app too, man. It's going to be fun. It's a great interactive great interactive platform uh, with, to deal with fans. And you know Nova Nation, man. They're hungry for content. People love interacting with you on Twitter, with A-Ray. Uh, and, and that's one of the, the many reasons why we, we're happy to have you on Rain and Threes with us, Chef, because the, the, the amount of love, the amount of support that you've shown to, to our podcast, to, to other podcasts, other other media outlets that cover the team. It's been phenomenal, man. So we just want to thank you for that. But we know that everyone loves has a lot of love for you as well, Chef. And it, it's been cool uh, to see, you know, you, you guys interact on Twitter, whether it be through uh, A-Ray's account, our account. Uh, it's been it's been a ton of fun this season. I know we're right now, in the moment of time, we're 11 and 7. A lot of room for improvement. But before we get into that. Damn, I thought yeah, it was let, 6. Let, let, let's. Let's 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 take a let's take a little uh, stroll down memory lane and go back to, to the glory days uh, of 2016, man. Because um, you know, A Ray and I were talking a little bit today about about what we should what we should break it down, how we should ask you about your time at Nova, and uh, we wanted to ask you what the most challenging game or moment during your time playing, and how did it shape your approach? So. You think maybe if you could think about a moment in time or a game younger when your younger years there, your freshman sophomore year when you're still trying to kind of figure out your your role and exactly what you what you want to get out of your time at Villanova. Do you have a moment in time that, that you can kind of 
uh, circle back to and look back and be like, all right, this is this was kind of the the major juncture uh, of my time there at uh, on the main line. And yeah, I would say the first the, the immediate memory I could think of that comes to mind is definitely my freshman year over Christmas break. And I think that was the year, that was the year after the 13 and 19 season. So Coach Wright was on one, you know, mm-hmm. in practice, he was on one. This know, a this a Jake one. Nevin story? Nah, nah, nah. This is uh this is the we we, we never practiced in Nevin, you know. We, we privileged. We had uh, Davis and then we were in the, we were in the pavilion, you feel me? So we was never in Nevin. I think we practiced in Nevin like once, maybe. Damn. So I remember over Christmas break, you know, we're the only ones on campus. It's cold, snowing, you know, practice is crazy. You know, we we're really going through it. We had just beat St. John's in the tournament, in the, not in the tournament, in the overtime. It's crazy. Arch had like 30-something. D'Angelo Harrison had like 40. I didn't play that game till overtime. I had six quick ones in overtime. You know, we won the game. I'm thinking, good vibes. We're going, I mean, have a nice time. We come to practice. Killing, Coach Wright killing us. <laughs> and to, to get to the point and answer your question, because I could definitely, I could definitely go on for days about Villanova <laughs> basketball stories. But I just remember in that time period, things got so hard for us as players. Like we, like some of us were having real conversations. Like, yo, let's flip on this ice so we can miss practice for real. <laughs> you wow. feel me? And yeah, that time period, like that, at that point in my career, I didn't know. Like I was making a conscious, uh, subconscious decision to take on basketball like for real for real like after going getting through that and then having to deal with all the bs that we we're dealing with in practice but that was probably the moment i was like yeah if you're if you, if you like basketball if you really love it you want to make some money off of it you don't have to get through this and get ready for more times like this for sure i kind of yeah. had i kind of had a moment like that um against uh st joe's my sophomore year so Freshman year, um, what's his name? Jameer had left. Jameer left, and um, Delante was still was still at uh at St. Joe's. So we going into the game, it's like, all right, yeah, we gonna beat them now because you know Jameer's not there. And actually, was he was he still there? Either way, we lost this game, bro. We got smacked. <laughs> we got smacked this game. And I remember calling my pops like, yo, dad, I'm out of here, bro. I don't want to play for this. I don't want to play at Nova no more. Like, I'm done. Like, I'm out of here. Like, I don't even, I don't, I don't even, I'm like, I'm trying to transfer, like, tomorrow. Like, let's get on it. <laughs> and I, I remember that. And I just remember talking to my pops about it. And then, like, thinking about, like, what Coach Wright used to say about, like, giving up and stuff. I felt like I would be giving up by doing that. You know, they... They had they had me yeah had me feeling bad like I'm like yeah you know what you're right like let me stick this out but I'm kind of I'm kind of I'm kind of glad I did stick it out but I definitely had one of those moments where I was just like man I was I was contemplating about being at Nova contemplating playing basketball bro that drug, it it was a rough time and a lot right. of people don't know about that that like haven't played and or been like on a program about like the ups and downs that go on off the court. You know what I'm saying? I definitely was trying to transfer every year. Yeah. And my junior year, I was trying to go to the league, you feel me? But (laughs) and no graduating. So Yeah. (laughs) Nah, Dio, you bring up a great point about how uh, how Coach Wright must have been really on one that season because you guys totally turned it around from going 13, 19 year before 
to your freshman year being like a gritty team. You guys had a, a bunch of top five wins. Remember, you beat Syracuse, Louisville. Uh, it, it was you guys had some crazy wins, but also some bad losses too. Almost reminds me a little bit of this this year's team because uh, you guys lost to Columbia that year, man. Yeah. You guys lost a, a few games in a row earlier this season, but you, you rebounded and really played well uh, down the stretch to to get into the tournament and make some noise. But but Dio, I mean, it, it, it's 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 a really cool experience. To, to look back now, which and I can't believe it's like 10 years ago. So I, I'm dating myself. I'm sure you feel the same way. But, but, but what I'm saying is, like, the, how much this, this league has, has grown and, and changed and Villanova uh, as, a, as a program has changed. But when it comes to you, you personally, when you were there, your, your four years, you, you, like you said, you graduated, you, you were thinking about transferring, you were thinking about other things, about going and playing professionally, and, and that's, what, that's what he did. And that's exactly what he did. But, uh, you know, how did it really, uh, that experience, uh, how, did your, how did Villanova itself, how was it a unique experience, and, and what, what was that uniqueness to it, maybe more so off the court rather than anything that affected you the most? Uh, I would say the the biggest thing off the court was just uh, how Coach Wright just really got us prepared to be men in the real world, you know, outside of basketball. And, you know, it's like like uh, like today, like you could really appreciate a lot of the stuff that we learned at Villanova and a lot of the concepts and like values. Like if I had to bet, if I had to bet a lot of us, a lot of us ex-players that played for Coach, we definitely use it in our day-to-day -day life. You feel me? And like, I remember one 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 time he was rambling. He was like, "Yo, your family say you're not having fun, blah blah blah." You know, what fun is to us fierce urgency now. And I was like, in the moment, I'm like, "Yo, he's crazy. He's insane." But like, you feel me? Like, when I was in Japan, when I, when I became a pro, like fierce, urgent situations in the moment. It was, became fun to me. And like, even now as a grown person, like, I'm not just trying to be on some loosey goosey you know, cooling around type vibes. Now it's just some fierce, urgent situations. The real world is hitting, and you have to be ready for that thing. And I think Coach Wright, being a Villanova, you just you don't just become prepared to be a basketball player. You really become prepared to be a grown man. Yeah, I could definitely uh, agree with you on that. That's uh, that's one thing. I, th I feel like Coach Wright take pride in that, too, is, is trying to build us up off the court. You know, if it wasn't for half the stuff I learned from coach and being at Nova, I, I would be out here down bad. I'm not even gonna lie to you, but uh, you know, he he he's taught he taught me so much, and like he's taught everybody, chef, would tell you, you know, just just how to conduct yourself off the court. You know how to how to be a man off the court, and that's one of the biggest lessons that you get taught at Nova. Like even besides basketball, so. Uh, you know, I, I could really agree with 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 Chef on on that right there. That's that's definitely something that's big when you go to school. That you like, you never gonna forget that. Like I'm I'm 39. I'm I still remember, like Coach Wright beating that in my head. And I used to just be like, Yo, why are you always worried about like off the court stuff? Like we got right. we we got a game today. Like I, I don't <laughs> I don't care about all of that other stuff. But when you get older. Like you look back and, and and you realize what he was doing. It makes sense. It makes sense. He always used to tell us like, yeah, whatever you guys accomplish on the court, like it's not going to be, you know, as big as the stuff that you accomplish in the real life. Like you know, yeah. starting a family, you know, maybe buying your first house, whatever, whatever it may be. I mean, it was good for me 
because he is almost like he dumbed down over like because after our first year, you know, we 31 seasons, we're doing great. So it kind of like over them years, he kind of dumbed down our accomplishments a little bit, not a little bit, kind of a lot of bit. And <laughs> yeah, so like when we won the chip, like obviously you win the chip, you're not dumbing that down. But after a while, like you, uh, for me going into the pros, into the pro space, then get drafted, like it was easy for me to be like, all right, bro, nobody cares about this national championship. You got it's, it's a whole new chapter you got to focus on right now. And that's, that's really because Coach Wright was like, yo, you're going to accomplish way bigger things. You know, he, he'd say, like, even if we win a national championship, like, you're going to accomplish way bigger things than winning a national championship. And sure enough, you feel me? I've probably count on, I probably got some more, some of them things bigger than the chip for sure. Not, not, yeah. not, not, not uh, no question. Uh, I love that, man. And that, it's cool that you guys kind of can, can compare those type of, of moments in time where you realize that Coach Wright, uh, he might sound insane at, at, at that time because you just want to go out there and win and play basketball, but it all comes for a cir- full circle. And I, I'm I'm just, just getting, getting goosebumps listening to you guys talk about that. So that's that's real stuff right there, man. That's cool. So, um, But obviously, Coach Wright, we'll, we love talking about him uh, and his influence. You were there with some some great other other great players like Mutal Yuru, Javon Pinkston. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, how do those guys – um, you know, play a role in your development, especially in your in your years, you know, your early years there at, at Nova Chef. Oh man, it was big. All the all the older guys were big. You know, they were just great role models. And then move for me, my first year, you know, I was coming from Westtown, boarding school in uh, Westchester, you know, so you know it's real contained. I'm going to get to college. I'm kind of a wild, you know, a wild guy. Got a little, you know, <laughs> I mean look partying a little bit too much early in the early in the year and then coach Wright got me with move like early so he got fixed all that it's like if I was listening to move I was scared that he was gonna beat me up so he had to like, <laughs> he was stronger, he was stronger than me he so was. I wasn't no you feel me I'm a boy the man so I had to listen to him and then like James Bell too he's a, he was a junior and his senior year he's a grown man like and obviously I'm not by my sophomore year, I, I'm, I'm not worried about nobody. I'll take on anybody on the team. But just respect-wise, you know, just because it's respect-wise how, you know, James Taj could talk to me in such a way where you have to, you know, he's a captain. You have to listen to him. I, I respect that that hierarchy, that uh, that chain of command. But the guys like that, you know, watching them and then seeing their careers, you know, after Villanova, you know, you have, have at some point you have to be realistic with yourself and realize, you, I mean, there was the same people that were in the same exact shoes. Yeah, you can't just be thinking naive, like, yeah, not work like Taj went right overseas to starting starting to get to the get to the bag, even though he was the second best player in the Big East that year to Doug McDermott. You feel me? Right, right. He could have yeah. he he made it to the NBA. So me seeing stuff like that, and then Darren Hilliard, same thing with him. He ends up getting drafted and then he's in the league and you know, stuff like that. It's good. Just those are like big brother type figures for me to just, you know, Carved my own path based off of their example. Yeah, you know, I always wanted to know as a big coming into Villanova, like what is that experience like? You get to Nova. Matter of fact, before that, you recruited by Nova. You finally decide, all right, I'm gonna go to Nova. You hear it, you see it. It's nothing but guards there. But like, what is that like? What is that experience like once you get on the court and you start practicing? And you really see, like, yo, everything is really ran for the guards. Like, how how does that how does that affect you as a player? Like, being a big, like, I I, I always wanted to 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 hear that from a big you perspective. Know, you know, 
when you when I first got there, I, I low key had uh, advantage because West Town was like 25 minutes down the street. So yeah. I was in the springtime, my like junior and senior year, I was going to campus and I was working out and also going to campus for extracurricular activities. That we about. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we, uh, I'm trying to tell you, my high school was contained. Quaker school is real contained, real small. So you know, they let me loose. I was I was acting a fool a little bit, but um, then I lost my train of thought. The, um, now we. We you got an advantage being a big side because you got yeah. So yeah, I was kind of I was kind of used to watching the guards dominate and then just trying to figure out my way. But over the course of my career, like one of the reasons, like I said, I was trying to transfer every year because I want one of the schools I wanted to go to was Michigan State because mm -hmm. Tom Izzo giving the big the ball every possession. Yeah. So Coach Wright, he found his way. You feel me? Like I said, he, find, he knows he finds his way. He knows how to, he knows how to keep keep his guys and develop them. He found a way in the offense to get me the ball and have me touch the rock. You know what I mean, yeah. more often, put me in a lot more, in a lot more actions. He used to call me Magic Johnson. You know, he's trying to size my head so he had me <laughs> passing the ball, getting the dribble <laughs> handoffs. So the ball was in my hand a lot. Yeah. And then you know what I mean, over. I mean, I won't. I won't take. You know what I mean, maybe I can't take some of the some of the credit for the for the Villanova big style that helps us win. But of course. You know, Absolutely. over the course of my time, we, uh, you know, having that solid big that could have a ball in his hand, you know, to pass, you could defend, you could switch, blah, 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 on, on defense, end up being uh, a big asset for us because, you know, we get we get Omari, he can switch on the, he can switch on the guards, he's blocking shots, he can shoot threes, you feel yeah. me, adding a different dynamic. Before, like in your years, they had guys like uh, Will and, and, uh, and uh, what's his name, Jay Frey. Yeah, and that's it, you don't even remember. That's how long yeah. ago it was. Yeah, you said he was 39. I was like, damn. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, had, we had Jay Frey. Jay Frey. Jay Frey got hurt after his first year. Like, he, yep. his his knees was, they were shot. They were shot. From high school. Yeah. And then uh, Kurt, Kurt got hurt with, with his yep. knee, ACL. Yep. Like, we ain't have, we had Bump. Bump wasn't, he wasn't a real scorer. You know what I like about Bump, though? Bump, it, that's Will Sheridan for everybody that don't know. Will Sheridan would like, like if we, it, it, like let's say Okafor was in the paint and kept scoring, like Will would give him like a cheap shot or like <laughs> throw him on the floor or file him hard. Like Will would yeah. do that. That guy. Yeah, and we 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 Read really that appreciated that from him. You know, like right. he 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 was tough. He he definitely was tough. Don't yeah. be fooled. Right. Don't be Back fooled. He definitely was. Definitely, but not yet. But to my, to my point, I think back then, like I mean, obviously the guard play was insane. So you know, I think it was a little more, it was a little more traditional big as far yeah. as uh, I would say, I call myself a little more skilled type of big. Nah, for sure. Stepping out on a perimeter, being able to hit that that mid range shot, create for yourself. We had uh, Dante Cunningham. He came in my junior year, senior year. Yeah. And uh, he 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 opened up a lot of things for us. Um, yeah, he was able to spread guy. spread the court, hitting them open shots that uh, Jay wasn't able to hit. So it helped us out a lot. And then we added Kyle too. So it was a bunch of different dynamics that came together that 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 helped us win. So um, like who's your who's your biggest biggest rival? Like that one game that you always get up for. Oof. Don't don't matter 
where the game is at. It could be at a neutral site, but you you oh, ready man, to go. They, they already know it's real. It was it was a uh, it was very personal with me and C. Hall and Angel <laughs> Delgado. Man, <laughs> it was personal. Yes. we both know we was we was at each other's necks. I was trying to get. I was trying to go at his neck every single time because for some reason. I mean, I know the reason, but he would always make one of the biggest teams, and I would uh-huh. get honorable mention. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it was always a situation like, all right, you can't put all the Villanova guys on the first team, so yeah, we gotta switch it up. Have a great one. Every game, all my career highs against him, all my career highs were against him. I had like 19, 20 something, 27 against him, 20 and something against him. I'm really like, you know what I mean, Coach Ryan used to tell me, yo, pass the ball, like, you know what I mean, get it. You see the double team pass against Delgado, it's none of that. I'm going to the paint, coach. I'm going to get a basket. <laughs> That was definitely the guy. For, and then he was a great, like, he was a great player. He's still playing, still playing now. He was a great rebounder. So like, if you, if I'm not, if I wasn't playing out of my mind, you feel me? He was gonna get grab offensive rebounds. And then my man, that was Dominican, he's on campus. He was gonna be talking smack to me. Uh-huh. I wasn't having that. You feel me? And bro, <laughs> it wasn't just college either. We got to the, we got the play, seeing him in the G League. Uh-huh. Personal. I was trying to give him a basket every. T- I mean, I did give him a basket every time. But yeah, personal. <laughs> I don't know. It's because of my man on campus. He used to talk wild smack, like, yo, my Dominican bro is going to bust your ass. Like, like, like. No, he's not. <laughs> yo, that's great. No, I, I, I remember. Shout Angel, though. Angel's the man. He's a cool dude. And he's a great player, too. He's a great player. Yeah. You guys had some battles, man. Just whether, whether it be like you versus Delgado, but even just Nova Seton Hall. Like, Facts. as those you are, know. Those are the ones right there, man. Oh, man. Those like, battles right there. And they got us a, a number of good times, especially senior year. Like, that wasn't, that wasn't a real rival when we was playing, but I promise you now, like, anytime C.N. Hall or, and Villanova play, bro, everybody's That's in the rivalry, bro. Because, you know, C.N. Hall, too, like, I mean, they, they're, I mean, call a spade a spade. C.N. Hall and Villanova, they're not on the same levels, at least yeah. from what I know, my knowledge. So they they really be they really be working on that trying to really beat it. Right, right. Yeah, I be having them, them in my crazy. DMs. Them damn yeah, they had me acting in my DMs. They, they, acting, they had me acting wild after the game. You know, you know, I push right is don't don't uh don't interact with the fans crazy. Don't yeah. man, I'm on social media going crazy <laughs> with the fans. Snapchat was booming one time. I was going crazy on the fans. <laughs> Twitter fingers was going crazy after they beat us in the tournament. Baker had to come to my room and tell me to delete the tweets. I was going off. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's Twitter fingers for real. That's Twitter fingers for real. Oh, yeah, man. Bro. Happy you, exit. Out of, out of ordinary. You you made up for that one, though, man. I think you guys obviously didn't lose a game yeah, after that facts. one. But, oh, man. But, uh, Dio, so this made me – I was our conversation earlier, we were talking about um, just having an advantage in, in, in practice – Going against guard run opportunities, then obviously uh, looking up to guys like Jay Ball and Pinkston, like Big Move, James Bell, uh, you know, the captains of the team, the leaders of the team. Can you tell us a little bit about the story uh, of Ryan Archdiacono and Jay Ball and Pinkston at practice? And they had an altercation, which possibly led to, to Arch be, being named captain. Is that is there any truth behind that, or is just is that just a mainline rumor? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even hip to what you're talking about, for real, for real. The the story is that Pinkston and Arch got into it, uh, for like one of the first practices of Arch's freshman year, and there there were some punches thrown. Yeah, and, right. and, and, and that and that's, <laughs> that's, that's false. What, 
Yeah. That's false that, news. I as want, soon as he said Javon Arch and punches, it's false. Sorry. Because yeah. <laughs> there would have been one punch. It would have been from Javon, and we might have never seen Arch play again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I Honestly, I wanted to confirm that. I heard that a few times, yeah. but I knew I, mean, I wanted to get it from the I source. think so. Arch was, he was named, he was, a, I think, I don't think he was officially a captain his, his uh, freshman year, but okay. he was basically, he was a starting point guard, so he might as well be a captain. But when Arch came into Villanova, it was no like change of identity. He was just a Villanova basketball player, like when he was at the Shamity. So, you know, Coach Wright said something, and it was he, Coach Wright didn't have to tell him nothing. You feel me? He's calling White Jesus. He's Coach Wright, uh, <laughs> Gerald Jr., his son. Like, type, you know, that type of shit, because it was so crazy. But in all reality, he was the perfect Villanova basketball player. You feel me? A dive is in, was, in his, was in his DNA type shit. So, I was. I was not surprised when he was named captain so early. Like, I mean, whatever he was named. If they, it might have been his first year, but he was definitely a captain early on. I mean, it might have been. Yeah, I don't know, OC. I don't know if Coach Wright was letting anybody fight during them times. Players? Yeah. Like, did, did Coach Wright break up any fights? Like, he didn't He didn't break up our fights. Like, he would watch nah, it. he, he didn't break like, up no – nobody, like, nobody really – nobody got, like – some players try to fight him, but nobody yeah. got nobody. If we if it was any fight, we we would handle that in the locker room. You feel me behind closed yeah. doors? And, I mean, you get it in and then you get it out. Yeah, it, there was there was a couple of fights on my team. I, I don't know if there's been any fights on this year's team. Hell no! It's that's, what the same, that's what I'm concerned that, about. Since Josh Hart left, it's probably no fights. That's what I'm concerned about. Yeah, it's probably no fights. They're definitely they're definitely. I'll be telling them they're nice guys. Nobody wanna make somebody mad enough. Yeah. Know, for, nobody wanna get it, get on up, you know, say like, yo, you fucked up, bro. You gotta you gotta lock in for real for real. Nobody wanna get it get on each other's nerves. And that's good and bad, you feel me? It's good and bad. Yeah. And and OC yeah. is it's a like he said, it's a it's a good and bad thing. Like like you might sit here and be like, Oh wow, like why would you want them to fight or whatever? But it just it just shows you like the type of people you got on your team. Like, everybody's not going to agree on everything all the time. You know what I'm saying? And everybody's not going to be at 100% all the time. But you got you to gotta be able to approach players. You got to be able to sit and say shit to players. And, like, they either going to respect it or they not. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and sometimes, like, fights be leading up, leading up that, that way. But it, it, just, it just shows a certain type of toughness on the team. So... I be telling them all the time, you get on each other, man. Like, if you if somebody messed up on the scouting report, you gotta let him know, bro. Like, you messed up, bro. We trying, we, we counting on you, bro. Like, I remember yeah. we used to be, we used to be so scared to like, not be able to be held accountable on the scouting report. That's how locked in we had to be. Like, yeah, crazy. Nah, definitely, we was the same way, and that's the only way, like, that we really, we really got better as a team. Just being able to hold each other, hold each other accountable. Like, oh, A Ray, like you missed that defensive assignment. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah, you're right, you're right, Ran. Or or say it to Kyle, like, Kyle, you're right. Without without getting upset about it, without like taking it personally, like, yeah. Yeah. Like we need that. We need that. Shit. And since we uh since we talking about, you know, this year's team a little bit, you know, what what do you think about what do what do you think about the team? Right now, where we at, you know, we had some some really good wins um, early in the season, man. And then it kind of 
kind of went on a little a, a little losing streak, started the Big East. But uh, what's, what's your thoughts on the team right now and, and, and where you see them finishing off in the future that, towards the end of Big East? The team right now, man, I love the team. All the guys we have, you feel me? Yeah. I just feel like just based off of the fact that we won the battle for Atlantis and then we go have those three bad, we have three bad big five losses on the yeah. resume, it just, it, it just means that you're not locked in enough, in yeah. my opinion. Obviously, we had some injuries that kept some uh, some key guys out for some for some stretches, but at the end of the day, you just gotta be locked in more, in my opinion. Yeah. And I think day by day, they're locking in more and more. And so now it's just to a point like, all right, now we really have to lock in and lock in more and win these games. You feel me? Because you can be as locked in as you want, but at the end of the day, you just gotta win the game, man. Still yeah. at the end, like Coach Wright used to say, that's all we gotta do. You feel me? Great, great effort against Utah. All we need to do was to steal it at the end. But so now, lock in more. You feel me? We got. Yeah. I'll be telling. I'll be, I'll be when I go to campus. I'll be telling. I'll be asking like, "Yo, did you watch the game?" <laughs> like, no, not not with the team. Not with coach. Did you go to your room and watch yourself by yourself? Did you yeah. see like, oh, yo, I look nasty right there, or mm -hmm. not? Nah, hey, I got. I got to do some more of this. But I think that's all, that's my message to the squad all the time. The players. Just lock yeah. in more. This is your, this is your career. This is gonna be a, this is your, it's your job now because NIO is paying them that chicken. Don't Facts. do that. You feel me? So lock in, bro. Like at the end of the day, if you're not gonna lock in now, at some point your NIO money gonna finish. You gonna be mad that you didn't lock in enough in college, and then you're gonna be in a in a professional situation where, you know, who knows? You know, give yourself opportunity to take what Villanova is trying to have you do. And that just by locking in like that, like for me, mm -hmm. I don't even have to look over, like as a pro, I don't have to look at a scouting report for real. Like I just kind of know what the hell is going on. Just <clears throat> having been so locked in at Nova, like now it's like, all right, there's no way I'm going to mess up a scouting report. That's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> like my, like one thing against the Marquette, Marquette game, I don't know if you saw the Marquette game. I'm talking about from the start of the game, they got that alley-oop, right? Yep. And then they came down again and got another alley-oop. They got two alley-oops in a row. Bro, it's, it's shit like that. Yep. That it's a tone you... that has to be set. Yeah, that's when I'm like, I knew it. When I seen that, I was like, yo, they not locked in. Like, they not locked in right now. Yep. And and you can see they got to play catch-up for the rest of the game. But it's just shit like that. You got to start off. Like, you go over that play in practice. You go over it in a walkthrough. You know it's coming. And like you still get them off, you should, like they still get that playoff. So, I, I I can agree with you on on them just like being more locked in. You know they show it. Like you, I know you seen that UConn game. You know the energy was crazy in the building. They was on court. They was ex they made a lot of mistakes, but they were still in the game. Still, the game has to be. That's, that was like a that was a real life tournament game. Facts. And like that's the kind of effort that like I feel like they gotta give. Like they lost that game, but there wasn't a lot of people out there that was unhappy with how they played. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Only the people that that uh that uh, that Mark shot at the end messed up their spread. Have a great one. <laughs> oh, the gamblers, the gamblers be on here heavy, bro. Exactly. They, they be on my here man, heavy. My man hit that thing from tray ball. <laughs> from half court. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not happening tonight, fellas. 
Yo, how much you making if if they had NIL while you was in school? Oh man, I mean, I probably make some decent money, bro. You feel me? Just off the chef, the chef stuff alone. You feel me? That that alone. <laughs> so for uh, sure, would be insane. Yeah, chef, you with the, the mop, the mop madness, the mop. man. Swiffer, thank shit, thank God, Swiffer sent my mom some some uh, some stuff after the after the chip. So you know, I mean, we got a little something from that. That was cool. <laughs> But now, yeah, the NIL yeah. stuff would have been that would have had me in school for the rest of my life. Word, wait, yo, co- you know, Coach Wright asked me to uh, he asked me to uh, to come back, he asked me to redshirt like after my senior year, he asked me to come back, and I'm like, nah, it's not like redshirt and do what, like play, like it's, it wasn't happening. But if there was NIL, possibly, possibly, Vader. possibly, probably be there, probably, possibly, depending on draft status and stuff, like for Bro. me now. I be telling guys, all right, like if you're not a first round pick, about to get a at least a guarantee, like five million, like the thirtieth pick or whatever, over four years, whatever it may be. Yeah, you might you might be wanting to come back to college and get you some some chicken, my boy. Yeah. Get you a man. <laughs> and I was I wasn't even thinking at the time. So, like when I uh when I graduated high school, bro, I was still seventeen. You know, a lot of states, a lot of states, they don't. Like they don't allow that. They want you to be like 18 when you graduate. So Ooh. really, I should have mm-hmm. been in a grade behind. And I wasn't really thinking about that during the time. My wife actually brought that up to me um, not too long ago, and I was like, you know what? I was in the wrong damn class. I should have been. I should have been in the class behind me. <laughs> Messed up my whole draft. Everything. <laughs> It'd be like that. No, <laughs> no we don't know about messing the messing the path up. Yo, Mello, Mello was in that class. Rondo, um, Randy, you, Kyle. You really trying to? You really had the ball. Shit was loaded, bro. Shit was loaded. I I could have just left myself <laughs> back one year. Would have went first round, easy. That's wild. That's wild. That's nah, crazy. O- OC over there, right, frozen. So, oh. Yeah, I, yo, I got some technical difficulties. I'm sorry about that, <laughs> fellas, but. If if y'all can, uh, Chef, I did want to ask. I did want to ask you. uh, Coach Neptune was obviously on the staff while you were there as an assistant. Can you tell us a little bit about your relationship with him personally and just his relationship with with the team? Oh man, you know Neptune was. He wasn't a. He was, I think, the third the third assistant at that time. So his role was definitely a lot different. Definitely a lot different my early years and no shit, most of my years for real for real. Because uh, he was right. mostly he was mostly in practice. He was in charge of uh rebounds, facts, facts. He was in charge of rebounds. I remember that. And I remember after I graduated, and then I think Baker and Ash had left. So I think Nep was like he was like his head assistant or whatever. And then my uh, Henry Lowe, he was still on the team, so I was I was talking to Henry and was getting the inside scoop, blah blah blah. But and come to practice and see him like uh, change from being the focal point, his focal point being defense uh, rebounding, and then now he's the head assistant and he's gonna be in charge. He's getting the top scouting report. You feel me? And then to now he's a, a head coach, and then you just it's crazy just watching the development of a coach is similar to like the development of a player. It's like you seen him in the start in the film room. He was getting his time in. He ended up on the court. He was coaching, and then now he's the head coach of Villanova. So over that, over from 
film room to head coach Villanova to as, like, from a high school player to the NBA, like, you know, whatever you may want to call it. So it's, it was pretty dope. It's pretty dope, you know, knowing somebody like that, seeing his path, you know, being there on the way too. How you feel? OC? Yeah, I feel like uh, I was talking with, with, with yeah, I was talking with one of my buddies about Coach Neptune's path to becoming head coach, and it's kind of like if you were to take a, a defense coordinator from the NFL and is becoming a head coach, I feel like that that was something um, that we were talking about. We're like, yeah, that's kind of like Neptune's mindset. Villanova basketball very much uh, similar in terms of the mantra of defense and rebounding coming first. And I feel sure. like we've seen that on the court a lot just this season. No matter what game we're playing, maybe aside from that Marquette game uh, where we didn't have Lauren Gino, it looked like we can play, we can we can defend just about anybody uh, for yeah. for most of the game at least. And yeah, and I just sure. I just think it was it was it's very very cool to see regardless of what the opponent brings to the table, we're going to be able to lock in defensively, at least to a certain extent, and limit what they can do. But you guys mentioned before, uh, you know, scouting reports, things like that. We, we had Coach Ashley Howard on uh, on Rain and Threes a little bit earlier this season, and he, he talked about responding. And that was his biggest uh, mindset in terms of, all right, what can these guys do after going through adversity, how can they respond? And I, I wanted to get your perspective on maybe a couple times in, in your career that you guys had to had to respond. And what, where do you think uh, this team needs to lean uh, when it comes to, to to getting back into the win comp? We've lost three out of our last four games. Uh, where where do you think this team needs to go from here in terms of who's got to step up and why? Uh, I mean, I would say. For this team, I would say collectively as a group, you know, I would say they probably just got to talk about basketball a little bit more and watch more basketball themselves, their opponents, you feel me, especially their opponents, because you got to just be familiar with who you're playing. But it's tough because, you know, when, when this feels like they're right there and it also feels like sometimes they're not there, but the defense is definitely there, like you're saying. So. If we could rely on the defense, you feel me, and just being tough, like we never feel—I never feel like we're gonna get our rebounded. Like you kind of way bigger than us. I didn't feel like we were. They would. I don't feel like they were way bigger than us. I didn't feel like they were out rebounding us crazy, you know. So I would say uh, fall back on your defense and rebounding. Let that be your focal point, and then you know you gotta get in the gym, bro, for real. It's your shots up. <laughs> Plenty of shots up, yo. Like, nah, for real. Like, it's the job. I be telling them, you know, Coach Wright, we, they, we, we have to hit a certain amount. They have to hit like 100 a day. I'm like, yo, 100 a day is not enough. You feel yeah. me? There's guys out there that's hitting 500, getting up 1,000 a day. You have to get it in. You have to get your percentages up. Some 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 guys was just out there. It, was, it looked like they were shooting for fun at, some, at some certain points. Not trying to make the shot. It looked like they were shooting for fun. So I was getting the gym, yo. Lock in. Take care of your body. Don't be running away from the. Don't be running away from the uh, cold tub. Getting the cold tub, bro. You feel me? <laughs> Uncle Jeff used to have to chase us with the. He used to keep us in there with his baseball bat. For sure. There's no more Uncle Jeff. Dan just gonna tell you straight <laughs> up. He gonna say he'll get in the. He's probably getting the cold tub. If you not. If you don't get in the cold tub, that's on you, big fella. They all have Normatex. 
use Enormatec every day. You should be sleeping in Enormatec. We should show you like that type of stuff. This is just that type of stuff. You feel me? And then I think you asked me about uh, about my time. I'm trying to think. I used to love that Normatec. Yeah, Dio, we got to get you in front of this year's team, man. We got to get you in front of the team and make sure that, that they're minding their P's and Q's and they're following I'll be, along I'll be in front of, I'll be, I'll be, great. I see them guys. I see them guys a lot, yo. I'll be in the locker room talking smack. I remember we lost to the whoever we had, we had that bad stretch right before UCLA. I had just got back home. So I went, I went right when I got, got home, went to school, checked on guys, and I was just letting guys know, like, bro. I could smell y'all stench from across the Pacific Ocean. Cut it out. You feel me? Like, this has got to stop. This is incredible. It's incredibly yeah. crazy. And, you know what I mean? We come out of the UCLA game. We get a dub. I won't take no I won't take no credit. But after that, some guys that I talked to in particular, they they, they started smelling a little, a little nicer. You feel me? I, I wasn't smelling the stench. I was All right. Smelling. Yeah, facts. But, nah, yeah, I definitely go back every year. Like, if I... I normally come back home. If I don't normally come back home, but if I'm home during the season, for some reason, like maybe in between contracts or whatever, I'll be around the team. I'll practice with them every day. I'm being the air, blah blah blah, just to be around and making sure my guys. You know what I mean, I take pride in I take pride in Villanova basketball. You know, people not just gonna be having my phone crazy, talking crazy about it. That's not for gonna real. happen. For not, real. not gonna happen for me. Yeah, you see how I be calling people out on Twitter. Absolutely. <laughs> Not going to be talking crazy about it. It's like that. I don't do that. The brand, come, it's a great brand. <laughs> when you come back, where you based out of? You, you stay so, you staying in Delaware? Last, so last, last year, I was in, the last couple of years, I was in Philadelphia. Because yeah. I, had a, I had like a, I mean, I had an NIO deal. So I had a little situation with a apartment, with a, with a alum. And with uh, my guy Gary Holloway, shout out my guy G. Yeah, he was we was doing some work. So I had a spot in Philly. It was working out at school. I was at school every day, at practice daily. We go on the road. I'm traveling with the team. I'm at practice on the road. And then now I'm in Delaware because I got rid of my spot in uh, Philly. So I'm in Delaware. My people's crib, my family crib. Only my mom stay here now because everybody moved out. So yeah, she, she she don't like being alone when she's home. So I come back to the crib. It's not. I know I'm not going to be around for a long time, so all my stuff in the basement or in storage in L.A. Just booming. Just stay in Delaware. Could get to Nova. It'd take me like an hour, hour 15 if I want to. Simple. Any Anything that uh, that helped you right now with your pro career um, at Nova that you learned that helped you transition into your pro career? Like, like for me, I mean, it, it was different. Like I played with the Celtics at first. Um, I felt, I actually felt like I integrated pretty well. Um, I had a bunch of stars on my team, so I was just shooting a bunch of open threes. I wound up like leading rookies in, in three point percentage that year and like a dummy, I still left, but you know, we could, we could talk about that another time, <laughs> but, uh, I feel like. Like just being at Nova just just gave me like the edge with like basketball IQ with like some of the people I was playing against. Like I would play against guys and like I, I knew immediately when like they was just all raw talent and like no IQ. Like I would just do little shit to like <laughs> to help me to get over them. Like I, I know he about to overplay me here. Let me I'm just gonna back cut here. 
Like just just learning how to read the game. I was just about to say a simple V cut could do a lot. <laughs> yes, just just simple. I I looked at the game completely <laughs> different once I got out of Villanova. Like was was it the same for you? Like was there anything like that you learned that you brought into professional that kind of gave you the edge over, over over your opponents? You know, I don't know. I'll probably say basketball IQ. I think you know we is always one of the strong points for Villanova guys. So. You know, I won't I won't talk too much about that. But I think for me personally, I think, you know, we I, we all it's crazy because me and a couple of my, my teammates, we always used to hate coach for saying like for bringing up overseas stuff. Like like nah, we didn't have overseas on our mind, bro. We're working mm-hmm. on the NBA. That's what we got on our mind. But in all reality, it's good that he he's just being realistic about yeah, the business thing. We were taking it personally. We're naive, we're young, we don't know. But you know, becoming a pro. And then me, I didn't get drafted, but I made it to, I still was on, still on Wiz for the whole, yeah. my whole first year, you feel me? So no one could tell me nothing about that. I feel like yeah. I'm the 61st pick. So <laughs> having, having, having kind of like have to hear coach talk about that and then being in the pro scene, like, all right, now you're rubbing shoulders with these top picks. You're seeing these up, you know what I mean? It's real, re, uh, realism is starting to, uh, reality is starting to sink in a mm-hmm. little bit more. You feel me? So I get to the Wizards. It's not like like my first game in the Wiz. I made the team because I was in training camp and coach. I mean, I did I did what I was supposed to do. Yeah. The first game preseason, uh, first regular season game, Coach Burst brought the rookies together. He was like, "Yo, I don't plan on playing y'all, so don't expect to play. And you're gonna <laughs> rotate whoever's gonna be dressing up to be active, just in case you have to play." Yeah. So like, I knew what game I was gonna be in a suit, and I knew what game I was gonna be in my jersey, mm-hmm. and like. The way I made the team was literally because of what Coach Wright used to talk about and how he used to tell us, like, this is the way that Villanova guys make it to the NBA. Like, I was literally used all that and took that to the next level. And, you know, be surprised how your character and your identity and your attitude can keep you in the NBA. Yeah. It had nothing to do with basketball, but Mm -hmm. you feel me? The other intangibles can keep you there. So I think just me... Me hearing coach over the years prepare me, and then so now look at me. I'm not. I'm not in the NBA no more. I am what he was talking about, an overseas basketball player. Now all the stuff he was talking about, all the stuff, all the stuff. It's like I'm just on. I'm just on a wave, on a little ride, riding my my jet ski. <laughs> I can I can allow it to be bumpy if I want. I go smooth. You feel me? Hundred percent, and obviously both of you guys have a lot of things that Coach Wright said that resonated with you over the course of your careers. And now, just like in general, not even just basketball speaking, but but Dio, do you have any stories that that resonate with you specifically about Coach Wright just spazzing on you, or maybe one of your teammates that that you thought was maybe kind of funny to look back on? We had Bill Booth. Uh, on the show a couple months ago, he was talking about a halftime of the uh, second round of the Alabama oh, game, the, the 2018 tournament run. Uh, yes, exactly right. So we, we wanted to know if you had any stories similar to, to what Ooh, Phil was able to tell us. Way too many, way too many. I'm trying to think. Uh, <laughs> it'd be it'd be hard it'd be hard to remember them like it it do be a, it do be yeah a lot. because it's I probably got some crazier ones with like uh, other players but I, I guess I could I talk about a situation with me one time. It was it was Taj uh, James Bell his senior year so that's my sophomore year and we were like we have this is a thirty one season we have a great year 
The only yeah. thing about yeah. that season that was bad was we lost to Creighton badly twice. So you feel mm-hmm. me? Apart from that, we was badly number two. We ended up being number two seed, but we lost early in the Big East tournament. I forget who we lost to. I want to say it was Cian Hall, but I'm not sure. But even still, yeah. like low key, we got lucky because we would have had to see Creighton for the third time. And I don't know. We, I mean, we was ready for them boys again. <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest with you. But so we back home for the whole, you know, we the two seed, we the one seed in the tournament. You know, the Villanova fans, they booked the room out for the whole week. We lose the first day in the tournament. So they have to, everybody back to the crib. We practicing all the way up to Selection Sunday. Selection Sunday comes, Coach Wright is on one. He's on one, like, on one. We're having a terrible practice. JP do some nut shit. I'm, I don't know what I did. I apparently did some nut shit. It's, it's nutty to practice, right? <laughs> so I guess in practice, one of, the, one of the shots I took, I missed, right? And Coach stopped it. He was like, yeah, this is the shit that was fucking us up in the game, blah, blah, blah. And he took the ball and he imitated the <laughs> shots. He was like, yeah, this is how you were shooting. He's big, like, this is how you were shooting in the game. Shot the first one over the backboard. I'm like, oh, nah. He said, give me the ball. I'm like, yeah, show me the other one. I'm like, show me the other one. He shot another one, crazy miss. I'm like, yeah, show me another one, motherfucker. Shot another one, missed the gun. I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah. So me and him start going back and forth. Fuck you, fuck you. This is that the third. And then he kicks everybody out of practice, right? And I remember we walking out of practice out of nowhere. I just hear this nigga motherfucker tone to know. He's like, yeah, fuck you. We just yell back. <laughs> so we walk into practice, right? And yo. So I, I mentioned that Todd Todd was one of them guys that could talk to me, like feel me. So he he was on my ass. He's like, yo, that he he gets on me, right? Blah, blah, blah. And bro, we had to take showers. And then 30 minutes later, we had to go link with the families and the fans for selection Sunday. Mm. Boy, I go to my pop. I'm like, yo, yeah. after this game, after this tournament, I'm transferring, I'm done. It's over with that. <laughs> you had to see when they called our name, Villanova, number two seed. I had to, it was a crit. I got up like this. I was dumb, bro. I wanted to be out of here. <laughs> Shit oh, crazy. man. We got to pull out. That, that was com- that was comedy, yo. That was comedy. But shit, a couple times some guys try to charge Coach Wright. Yeah, I already oh, know how I get. Yeah. I didn't see I didn't oh, see him get into it with uh with one of the uh, our, our old strength and conditioning guy. Like Ooh, uh, Land or nah. what's his name? Uh what's his oh, name? Oh no, nah, I'm about to say that's that yeah, yeah, th- this is oh, this is a while ago. This is he's from DC. Oh, man, you like four conditioning, strength and conditioning coaches ago. <laughs> Word. I remember, I remember that. I ain't going, I'm not going to tell that story right now. I don't know if I can all tell right, that. Right. I don't know if I can tell that story. We'll I might have to, we'll I, I, I might have to get permission. Yeah. I might have to get permission to tell that story. <laughs> That's so right, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that one off air. There are too many, too many stories from Coach Wright, from Coach Wright stories, bro. It's a, it's comedy, you know? comedy. Yeah, man. See, but back back oh, in my man. time when, when I would get into it with him, like he wouldn't kick everybody out of practice. Like he would just put me at half court and just like make everybody run. He would make everybody run, and and yeah. I'd just be standing at half court. That's how it be. Everybody running past me, like damn, a Ray, like. <laughs> 
<laughs> yo, shut up. Like, shut up, yo. You always talking. Shut up. <laughs> That's so deep. That'll make you shut up, man. <laughs> Hell no. Not me, bro. That's great. Not me. Yeah, boys running. Never a red. You would have had to see me and JP. <laughs> not me. I didn't have I didn't have Coach Pinkney. <laughs> you you know when a coach come over to you and put their hand on your shoulder, like you know you bad. Like you come put the arm around your shoulder, like come on, A Ray. Yeah. Like come on, A Ray. Yeah. Like yeah, easy ad kept going. You know what I mean? Had to put the big paw on you. Said calm down. Yeah, bro. I'm like nah, Coach Pinkney. <laughs> this man tried to disrespect me in front of all of y'all just now. <laughs> and I can't have it. Boys weren't going. I feel you, bro. It'd be like that sometimes, for sure. Yeah. What about you, OC? Yo. Yo, D.O., I, I got one one final question for you. Uh, talking about Nova's uniforms. What was what was your favorite one to play in, man? Do you like the the throwback whites? Do you like just the clean, the clean classic Great. blues? What, what was your favorite uniform to play in? Our keeper, G., they got all the heat after we won the championship, bro. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> you see what we was playing in. Yes. Yeah. You see what I'm, we was I'm playing I'm trying to in. think. We, we might have had like one, may, maybe two retro. I think maybe just one valid Fuego retro. I remember I wore that joint to the to the bar in Westchester one night. Actually, the night after I didn't get drafted. Right. Have a great one. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I think after we won the chip. You become Nike, you become Nike, the championship elite. Nike so they start, elite. Giving you the, they start giving you the wild, stupid gear. So now, and Coach Wright used to, we used to, I don't know how it was with y'all, everybody, but Coach Wright, we used to get, they, they wear black sneakers. Nah, I used to wear the same color sneakers as the as the jerk, as a uniform, no Jordans. You feel yeah. me? Like in practice, too. Like I remember James Bell one time, he came back from Team USA, had on Team USA socks in practice in the summer. Coach Ryan was like, man, don't take them shits off. Everywhere shits in my <laughs> bro. We had like we had like two uniforms. We had we had two uniforms. Uh, That's about it. Maybe blue and black. Yeah, they man. used to do the same thing with us too, with our sneakers. I remember we uh this is like seeing yes. We we me and Randy, we getting all the heat from Nike. Nike is sending us all the heat. So they send us some uh they send up some bronze. We they like some gray bronze, gray with blue. I remember Coach Gunning. At, at, on the layup line during the game, like before the game, oh, you got to take those off. We can't wear those. Why not, coach? Well, oh, you know, don't really have an answer. Like, well, you just can't wear them. <laughs> Everybody else is not wearing those, and, and you guys can't wear those shoes. All right, coach Gunning, oh, I got man. you. I'm, I'm gonna take it off. Mind you, them joints are still on my feet. Like, this has nothing to do with the game, coach. Like, just let oh. me rock. Just let me rock my shoes, bro. Like, for real. Yeah, they boy, they they do whatever they want now. They get all the heat, everything. The gear, the gear they get now is insane. Everybody always hating on that. Which one's um, that Villanova jersey with Kerry Kittles with the red in it? But I'm all for that. I like that jersey. But everybody be hating on that jersey. I'm I'm a well, fan I'm, of that jersey. What about you, Chef? Yeah, them joints is fire. I would have I would have been had the great picks in them jerseys. Don't do that. I had them framed up too. Yeah. Just fire. Just that can't do the little shorts. Don't do that. Nah, you see our shorts. Our shorts was <laughs> them joints was long extra as hell. Baggy. <laughs> extra, extra baggy era. Scotty uh, had the longest ones. Scotty, yeah. Scotty and Kyle. Kyle Scottie still got the longest shorts in the NBA right now. Uh, <laughs> by far. 
Uh, Dio, uh, what, what about the this year's uh, jerseys? Which ones do you like? You like like the midnight blue, like the pitch blue? Or yeah, those you are like? fire. Those midnight blue ones are fire. And I think I like the uh, the ones that have the yellow in it. Those are kind of fire. Too. Yeah. The white with the yeah, yellow yeah, in it. Those are tough. I've been with those. I've been. See, we had some, we had some gray jerseys. I'm like, gray. yes, the gray <laughs> ones. Nah, I like those. I'm not gonna lie, I like those. Man, I wasn't a fan of them gray ones, dog. I'm keeping G. I like those. And, I, and was, Chef. I think they was clean. They were smooth. I like those. Chef, What's Chef, up? do you remember the ones that you just had the massive V in front? Did those you, got, not you wear those? Those, were, those weren't it. Yo, those yo, were those not were ugly. Yo, I don't oh, know where none of that stuff is. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, they had yeah. to trash those ones, though. That was quick. Yeah, them ones were not the ones. But then now but the gear, I, the gear is, is insane. I'll be in the locker room like, man, y'all. First of all, they're lucky <laughs> no one wears no 17s. And you know what I mean? I, I got, I'm, I'm like XLT. <laughs> I ain't even grab no XL. Yeah. yeah I still Yo, this is gear. this is random, but I, I, I was just kind of thinking about like the team. Like, what's the atmosphere on campus? They like, are they all like married? Like, are they like having fun? Like they 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 be acting. They seem like they don't have fun either. Yo, you know what's crazy? I think they have more fun than we do. Nah. We got nio money, bro. You got to keep it G. That's true. <laughs> you feel me? It's not like times are change. Times are different. I mean, times are different. You know, yeah, social media and stuff. And you feel me? Nio money. So trust me, I believe that they're having fun. I know some of them are wiped up, but I don't think as many of them. We're wiped up, like how at least my team, my team, we was damn near everybody. If you wasn't wiped up, it was surprising, basically, for yeah. real, for real. But yeah, I think some of them boys is wiped up. But yeah, I'm trying to think. I was telling, yeah. I was telling, I was telling that too, bro, because Coach Wright used to be honest. Get you a honest. Villanova girl, bro. He said, "Yo, get you." A, he used to be on my ass <laughs> freshman year. Get yeah. you a Villanova girl. Get you a Villanova girl. You know what I got myself? A Villanova girl. <laughs> yeah, ten. We just had. We just did ten years, like. Well, like last yeah. week. Yeah. That's what's up. Wow. That's what's up. Congratulations, guys. man. That's crazy. Yes, Sersky. Yes, Sersky. Talk to me nice. All young. Like, oh, yeah, that's it. crazy. Why is that crazy? Because <laughs> it's a long time. Look, look at you. Oh. <laughs> OC don't want no commitment. Yo, I said congratulations, man. Come on. <laughs> tell me some slack. I didn't say nothing bad. <laughs> hey, yo. Yeah. Yeah. I'll nah. be telling that too, because low key, you know what I mean? That that low key helps you lock in more. Cause I told him, like, bro, at the end of the day, if you play bad, if you play ass, and you go back to the crib and you with your shorty, y'all both know you play ass. There's not no sugar coating. And if she's right. telling you, oh, right. don't worry, da da da. Nah, bro. So you gotta, you know I mean, for me, per, at least for me, I know I want to play my out of my mind. So I can at least go back to the I could be at least have great cuddle time and shorty can say, oh, at least you did today, sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nah, oh, man. that's a fact. That's a fact. Uh, After the I, game, wifey be upset too that you ain't play good. Yeah, yeah I feel, I feel you. I feel you on that, Chef. And I can't lie. Hey, after Ray. I got my, after I, after I locked in with my shorty, I became a better player. No cap, I became better. I just became a better player. <laughs> I might have been yeah. if I ain't locked in. I might have been out. Not might have been. I would have been having a good time. I would have been outside. You know what I mean? I have a great one. Who knows how good yeah. I, I would have been. I would have been exactly. right with you, Chef. Getting enough to no good. You need, you need somebody, a little nice little Villanova girl, keep you locked down. 
That's that's what it's about, man. That's funny and, that Coach Wright. He knew he knew the recipe for success too. He got you right on you freshman year. That makes what, sense. What 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 a Coach Wright guy. He got him a Villanova girl too. <laughs> he practiced what he preaches too, yo. Coach Wright really the guy. Yeah. There you go. That's so funny, man. Coach oh, Wright man. is really the guy, man. Shout out to Coach. Absolutely, yeah. No. Uh, a Ray and I are looking forward to to hopefully getting him on with us, uh, but. But Dio, man, it was an absolute pleasure uh, to have you yes, on. Sir. We hope to do it again, man, soon. Seriously, this, yes, this is a lot of fun chopping no. up with you. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll, I will definitely be uh, be hitting you up, especially tomorrow night. Too. We'll, be, we'll both be at the Garden. We'll have to link up for, for a brew at some Perfect. point. So uh, we appreciate your time tonight, man. Uh, thank you for yes, making sir. it happen. IPA, sure. I, I hope. Yeah, I hope we'll you're we'll sipping on the IPA. Oh, That's, no, sir. Yeah, that, sir. At the no. game, it's going to be good tequila for me. There you go. Oh, so, all right. So, OC, no brews. Straight, straight I, I, I'm cool. I, I'm uh, I'm very uh, flexible in terms of what, what I'm able to, 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 to put down, man. So, I'm a fan of it all. You know what I mean? I like it. Well, I appreciate y'all having me. Yo. This, is, this is good. Let me know for sure. Definitely, you know what I mean? Around the tourney time, you know what I mean? Get a little spicier. We can start rapping. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely right. Daniel Ochefu, everyone. You can follow him on X at Daniel Ochefu32. Uh, Chef, we appreciate you as always, man. Let's uh, let's get it tomorrow night. Let's go, Nova. Hopefully the Cavs yes, can sir. pull off a couple, couple w, wins folks. in a row, and, and we'll see what happens, man. So I uh, yes, really sir. appreciate your time tonight, my friend. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun. Daniel Ochefu. Everyone, A Ray, just an absolute blast to catch up with the chef. Dio always bringing the heat. Uh, a lot of funny stories, some great anecdotes from his time uh, with Coach Wright. Just, uh, I mean, there's a ton of fun. Great guy, great player uh, for Villanova, and I'm looking forward to have him on the show uh, once again. So, thank you to Daniel Chef for joining us at Rain and Threes. A Ray, your thoughts, my friend? Yeah, definitely want to shout out, Chef. Definitely want to say thanks for coming out and joining the pod for sure. I love Chef, man, because he keep it real. He keep it mm -hmm. real. And, you know, he's not afraid to say what's on his mind. Unlike me here, you know. <laughs> I, I always feel like I bite in my tongue, but I got to get on the Chef wave and just start, start speaking my mind. But it definitely was great having him on here. Great stories. Um, that's one thing I love hearing stories about, like some of the younger players that were there after I finished, just to get to hear, like the things that they went through, just to get to hear the ups and downs of the seasons that they went through, because, you know, even though team like you know he he's a national champion, you know, won it in 2016, but like there's still ups and downs in his story. You know, with his time at Villanova, there's still ups and downs. Like, everything is not always going to be peachy, peachy every single time. So it was good having him on the show today and getting to hear his experiences 
when he was at Nova. And especially, I think it brings a lot of value, especially with where the team is at now. And, you know, I wouldn't say that we're struggling, but, you know, we're kind of struggling a little bit. So it's, it's, it's good to hear and get some reassurance that, you know, everything's not always going to be a straight line all the time. It's going to be bumpy. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I thought it was really cool, too, how he brought up right away that his freshman year, it was it was a different kind of mindset, a different kind of mentality that Coach Wright had uh, coming off a, a 13 and 19 season that, you know, had everybody uh, in the Villanova community kind of scratching their heads and saying, what what just happened? And and we talked about it a little bit with with some of our our former guests earlier on uh, in the season about how Villanova changed their their ways in terms of recruiting like Coach Wright. Didn't go after all the five-star McDonald's All-Americans. They more so went for Villanova-type guys. And uh, I thought that was really cool to kind of see the transition uh, from that 13-19 team with guys who were really great players, but maybe just not perfect for Villanova at the time, like Dominic Cheek, Malik Waynes, uh, Isaiah Armwood, Ashley Kubu, Ty Johnson, a lot of these guys who ended up, some of them transferred out of Villanova. And you, you look back now at... Chef, Brian Archiakino, Darren Hillier, Javon Pinkston. Uh, he even mentioned uh, a guy like Tony Chenault. Uh, it's just it's it's really cool to see those type of Villanova guys kind of kind of really circling back to to guys like you, a Ray, like you know players that that played for the for the name on the front of the jersey rather than the back, and that's what I think we've we've seen uh, really have the most success, especially when it comes to, to Wildcat teams. And, uh, yeah, they, they, he was there for some great, great seasons. And, and his freshman year, that, that was a fun one, but they ended up losing the first round uh, as a nine seed to Carolina. Then they go on, lose a tough one to UConn. Uh, Shabazz Napier, that team, went on to win the national championship. And then they lost to NC State as a one seed his junior year when I really thought that team was going to be uh, a shoe-in for the Final Four. Uh, as like a, the number one overall seed that year, A. Ray. So we've seen that team led by Chef kind of go through that the, that adversity, despite having all of the wins, all of the regular season accolades, and finally come out on the mountaintop in 2016. So it was really cool to kind of see him take us through his basketball journey at Villanova, but also a lot of off the court stuff too, right? Yeah. Like you guys even just went back and forth there talking about some of the lessons. Uh, life lessons that Coach Wright uh, had instilled in you guys. And and I thought that was really just a, an amazing thing for me to witness. And uh, hopefully all of our listeners out there as well can can enjoy it as much as I do because uh, it's been it's been a ton of fun just listening to you, A-Ray, but especially when we have our guests on to talk about some of the some of the great lessons and, and memories that uh, that Villanova basketball can bring uh, out in people and, and instill in people. And and look at you guys now, I think doing doing pretty well for yourselves and you guys had a heck, both both of you had a heck of a career at Nova and beyond. So, uh, just a, a ton of fun and really honored to just to uh, have been here with you guys tonight. Oh man, thank you. I appreciate that, OC. I appreciate that, man. Those 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 kind words that you that you just gave to me, along with with <laughs> um, with Chef. No, but seriously, I, I mean, I, I think people are tired of hearing like my stories. And <laughs> in my my situation, so it's good to hear like the other players. It's good to hear. It's good to hear those guys. Um, 
And one thing I was talking to my friend about too, about podcasts, which I think is great, is that like let's take like KG's and, and Paul Pierce's um podcast. I don't know if you listen to it, but all of those stories that you would have to like be around to hear, like you can right. you you can hear these now because they're like on podcasts, they're on the internet, like guys are talking about it. So I think that's one of the great things about podcasts and especially with us getting inside with Villanova guys and Villanova players, like we get to hear these stories. A lot of things that were just like word of mouth. Now right. we get to hear hear the stories from like the horse's mouth and get to clear up things. Like you brought up a story today that um, probably was flowing around, but it just was, it didn't have a lot of truth to it. But we were able exactly. to clear clear that up today. So, you know, I think having players on and, and ex people from the program are like the best podcast because you get to hear all the stories and you know the names and you know the faces. So it's kinda it kinda make you feel like like you're right there as well. Like you you're happy you were there while it's happening. And I, I think that's great. And I think Chef did a great job today of uh giving us some some stories. Yeah, the insight was phenomenal, and I, I actually, I, I really have to agree with you, A. Ray, and thank you for bringing that up, honestly, because uh, that story with Arch and J, JVP, yeah. I thought, you know, I thought was like a Villanova legend almost. You know, so many people had told me that I had heard it, even when I was like, you know, younger back in high school before I even went to Villanova. I had heard it from older alumni. I heard it from other students while I was there uh, talking about. I, I've heard. Certainly a lot of stories, but specifically that one when it comes to why Arch was named captain uh, yeah. as a freshman. I'm glad Chef got to clear that up for us, and he definitely made <laughs> made it into uh, his own kind of funny story in itself, So um, as he does so well. But it, it really is great to, to have the opportunity, and I, I really do appreciate how – how happy and how excited a lot of these guys are to come on and, and hang out with us and, and, and speak with you and, and kind of pick your brain a little bit. So, I, you know, like I said, I'm happy to be here uh, and, and, you know, kind of directing traffic a little bit here and there. I had some technical issues tonight, but you you you, uh, you stepped up to the plate, man. You delivered. Uh, like Nick at night said, big-time players make big-time plays, and that's exactly what you did. So always appreciate that, A-Ray. But uh, but yeah, we are we have a lot of great stories. If I, I think I have to go back and kind of put like a, together like a compilation of all the great great stories that we've had told on Rain and Threes because talking about you know you getting recruited um, by by Coach Jones, you guys were e eating Chinese food, you know, shooting hoops uh, mm -hmm. at a park in the Bronx. Uh, we, we we had a, a couple stories from from Phil talking about Mikel in the Alabama game. Colin and Jermaine had some good ones when they were on. So it, it, you know, Coach Raff, Coach Raff had him on when, when after he got absolutely crushed by Nova fans in the Big East tournament uh, for the, the the phantom travel call that you had against Carolina back in 05. I mean, the list goes on and on, yep. and it will continue to to increase as we have more guests on Rain and Three. So it's a an honor and a privilege to be here with the A Ray. Uh, you know, every week we we hop on and record. It's always a ton of fun, man. Definitely. And uh, I'm about to do some promoting right now. You know, find me on X, formerly Twitter, at A-Ray for three. <laughs> okay, that's at A-R-A-Y-F-O-R-3. And then 
we can, you can find us on Raining Threes on Twitter. And let me get that one out. That is <laughs> at Raining underscore three with an S at the end. So mm-hmm. that's at R-A-Y-N-I-N underscore three S. Make sure y'all following us. And like I talked about earlier today in the show, when we first started, Pro Sports Fan, download that app, follow them mm-hmm. on Twitter. That is at PSF underscore APP. We will be doing, we will be on that that um app. So make sure you download that app. It's going to be a little bit different from Twitter because Twitter, you know, I got to write stuff and that stuff just sits there. And people can repost it and do all kind of stuff they want with it. But I get to talk on this app a little bit more. And I feel like we could touch on a little bit more of the issues that you guys really want to talk talk about and touch on. So really important to download that app, especially if you really want to talk Villanova basketball. Serious Villanova basketball. Not the gamblers who get mad every time we lose, we don't cover the spread. Like, let's talk Villanova basketball. Let's talk what we really seeing out here on the court and what we're really seeing in these games. So please download that app. Absolutely, A-Ray. Could not agree with you more, man. It's going to be a lot of fun to interact with you guys on that PSF app. Uh, pro sports fans, you can find it uh, on Apple, uh, on the iTunes store. Download it from there. Get it on your iPhone. You can get it on your iPad. But it's the best way to interact literally seamlessly, right, like live. Like you're going to you're literally going to be in the conversation with us. It's not going to be like Twitter where you have to wait to for us to respond. We're going to see it pop up on the screen. My face is going to be there. A Ray's face is going to be there live. You're going to see us. The comments are going to pop up. It's so easy to use. You're on your phone. You, you can listen in. You can join the conversation if you want to request the mic. That's going to be an available option. If you don't have stage fright and you want to really impress mm-hmm. A-Ray and I, come on with us, talk a little Nova basketball, talk some Big East, whatever is on your mind, you're going to be able to do that with us whenever we are on the Pro Sports Fans app. It's going to be a ton of fun. We're really looking forward to that. We just literally just signed our contracts with them uh, the, the, over the last couple of days, man. So we're, we're really going to start getting to the nitty-gritty dealing with PSF, but obviously always – going to be on anywhere you can get your podcast apple spotify we're going to be uh videos are going to be on youtube instagram twitter x catch us wherever you can and seriously guys we really appreciate all the love and support that we've gotten um and i'm really looking forward to to wrapping up this season in terms of how epic it's it really possibly can be it's going to be intense uh this this stretch run here uh, coming up now, now, St. John's, Butler, Marquette, A-Ray. We lost three of our last four games. It's kind of like do or die now, right? It's crunch time is is upcoming. We're going to have to to wrap this baby up with some Ws. No, for sure. Definitely got a tough stretch coming up. St. John's tomorrow. Got to focus on them. We owed them. They came into the Finn and got a win. Mm-hmm. So we got to go into... I can't put up no rhyme for that. We got to go into New York and get a win. Like, no no doubt about it. You know, we don't want to start spiraling down. It's a tough conference, yes, but we still got to win games. 
You know, you know what it is, OC. Uh, no, come on. And you know this, A-Ray. We own Madison Square Garden. The Cats own MSG, man. We played there well, so well there for years, whether it be during the Big East tournament, whether it be at you know, Jimmy V Classic, some neutral site, uh, you know, non-conference games. But going there, got to give the Red Storm the business on their home court. You know, Patino, everyone's going to have them juiced up. They lost uh, three three games in a row. They do not want to lose a fourth. We probably should have beaten number one ranked UConn on Saturday. They, they we we got absolutely screwed over by that Justin Moore offensive foul call. But you can also say, oh, how you can't you can't blame the refs. They got to make the call. It goes back and forth. But yeah, Chef mentioned it earlier, right? You came so close to beating the number one team in the country. How are you going to respond to that? Are you going to kind of use it as fuel? Or are you going to use it to 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 get you going, get you fired up the rest of the way? Or are you going to let that deflate you and let that, let that get you down? And you're going to hang your head and sulk and be like, oh, wow, we got this game taken away us from from us by the refs. And, you know, yada, yada, and whine and, and, and moan. No, you got to respond. You got to come out, play strong from the jump, beat these guys their own game by out-physicaling them. And then it's on to another test. Uh, against Butler, who's been playing well, historical Hinkle Fieldhouse, as they call it. It's not going to be easy, A-Ray, but I have faith that we're going to be able to get it done. Yeah, I'm going to give me a, my, I'm going to give you my best Jimmy Johnson moment right now from when he was talking about the Cowboys at halftime. <laughs> come on, man. It's like, guys. You were waiting to do this. Guys. You were waiting to do this to me. Come on. You know how hard we work in the locker room every single day. You know all the pain that we put in every single day. Now go out there and grab these guys by the next, next game and put your foot on it and get a W. Let's do it. <laughs> hey, Ray, notorious cowboy hater, as you couldn't tell by his tweets, talking about how great America is as United Nation behind rallying behind the Cowboys losing, so. I was going. Thank go you for in. that, right? I was going to go in on the Eagles, but I was like, nah, I'm not going to do that because last time I said something oh, about the Eagles, I got killed. I got killed on X, so I'm not even going to do that. You don't want to do that, nah. That's a business decision right there, right? Well done. But don't for worry. the Cowboys, yeah, P- pile on, man. That's what everyone does, right? Everyone, everyone loves crushing the Cowboys, so it makes Get sense. Get your but, yeah, heads hopefully- together. <laughs> Hopefully Neptune and the guys have some better uh, better pregame and halftime speeches than, than Jimmy Johnson did. So that, that was no bueno. It obviously didn't work down 27 nothing. But he was passionate alas, about it. Right. He, he was passionate about it. I like I like the passion he had about it. Okay. Like we'll he give made that, me want right? to put some pads on and go out there and give it my hundred percent for him. Yo, when are we gonna have a, a Villanova alumni game? I want to. I want to see you suit up and get back out there, man. And I want to see you, Chef, and, and the guys. I want to see Randy and Kyle. And, and would you would you call would you call Will Sheridan Bump? Yeah, Bump. That's what we used to call him. We yeah, used to call him Bump. Y'all, y- y'all gotta get back out there and, and maybe maybe school some of these these guys that don't know about old school Nova hoops, man. I don't know, man. Make that happen, anyway. I don't know. I don't know if my hamstrings is ready for that. I don't know if my groin is ready for that. I seen some videos that you were posting on IG, man. You were looking pretty good out there. My son beat me. My son beat me one on one, like a month ago. No, it's not. I was tired. I was out of shape, and and my weight right now I'm like two twenty. 
but it's a good thing. I've been trying to get, I want to get to like 2.30. And then once I get 2.30. Bulking season. Yeah. Once I get 2.30, then I'm going to cut, cut up again. Hopefully, I could lose my body fat and remain 215, 220. And then I'll be ready to, like, start playing again. But right now, I'm, I'm sloppy. I'm sloppy. You need uh, you need Justin McClellan. You'll uh, Mac fit. Get get you right in the gym, man. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, and also, he... you got to ask for permission so you can tell that story, bro. So you could tell that story about that uh, that strength and conditioning coach. Maybe we'll have to revisit that one. Oh yeah, it it, it was pretty intense. It, it it was pretty intense. That's why. It, yeah, it, no, it, I I hundred percent feel that it's an intense it, environment, it, man. Yeah, it was. I I was shocked. I was shocked. I'm not gonna lie to you. There you go. All right. Well, a Ray, always a pleasure, my friend. Uh, big uh, big time matchups for the Wildcats coming up. We'll revisit them on the PSF app. And next week, we have another special guest for you guys coming up. Maybe uh, uh, some possible former Twitter beef between A-Ray and our next guest will be ended as they bury the hatchet on the next episode of Rain and Threes. Appreciate you guys tuning in with Alan Ray. I'm your host, Mike O'Connell. Appreciate you guys. Peace out, everybody. Hope you guys enjoyed this show. OC, good job today. Nick at night, the man behind the camera. Don't get enough love, but you getting love from me. <laughs> Peace out, y'all. <laughs>